Welcome to the Four Jack Podcast. Welcome back to the Four Jack Podcast, brought to you by Jackson Labs, the brand consultant that not only got our brand rocking, but can get yours rocking as well. Whether you need web development, search engine engine optimization, or drone photography, go check them out at jaxonlabs.com. So give them a shout, and they will sort you out. Well, we have an interesting pod today. We're not in the normal lab, boys and girls. We are actually on-site at On Par Golf in Spruce Grove. Fantastic yeah. day, sitting in front of an HD sim, about to peg it right after this pod and just start swinging those hammers. It's almost springtime, it's time to go, but we have a huge pod, we got a lot of things to talk about, but first, we got to go around the table on this special night. Tombo. How you doing, brother? I'm good. What's happening with Excited you? Excited to be here. It's uh, It's been a wild setup. We got our main man, Josh Haywood, on the line. We got Parksy. I'm pumped to be here with the gang at the On Par in Spruce Grove. Excited to be here, as always. Always. Codefish. Uh, um, Obviously, I'm pumped to be here. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, couldn't have asked for a better locale to have a pod today. And obviously, I'm excited to talk to our man, Josh. Parksy, I always talk to, but Josh, I'm more interested in this week from Vancouver. So, yeah, I'm okay. Perfect. That's what I like to hear. And speaking, gentlemen, what's happening from the west coast of Canada? Here? <laughs> Jumping in, or we don't have snow. I like it. We don't need to talk. I got to two, you, two things real quick. I had a real special meet and greet with Josh, so super excited to have him on the show tonight. Second of all, ooh, that's a good point. I just got my proof back from the tattoo artist, so I'm actually going to get C. Pays' face on my arm because mm. he's my new hero. With the amount of times he's picked the winner from our previous events. This is ridiculous already. Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. a modern day Joe Rogan. It's going to continue. That's a good point. Don't worry. Josh, and, um, just getting are going. you there? And our last guest. I'm here. Last but not least, Josh. What's up, dude? Yeah. It's good to see some of you guys again and meet the other two fellas. Uh, you know, really stoked to just chat and shoot the shit with you guys. Absolutely. We're excited to have you here and chat about an exciting week of golf and whatever other nonsense comes to our mind. Well, we can get right into some of that nonsense. Uh, we had a big weekend at Bay Hill for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And, uh, I mean, we continue to talk about, like, the distance report and courses being too easy. Well, uh, again, the Florida swing proves us wrong. And Bay Hill was brutal. It was incredibly difficult for the boys. Legit. Major swings. But Legit. Tyrrell Hatton came out. With a big win. The hothead himself. Nice showing. Loved it. A lot of noise yeah, here tonight. Played well. A lot of noise. Um, yeah, it was a nice win, obviously, for Tyrrell Hatton. His first on the PGA Tour. Kind of slapping Zinger in the face a bit there with his comments from last week. But um, we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, I like that. I think Zinger should have given the trophy at the presentation. That would have been the best like <laughs> apology out there. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Especially Trophy since he called himself out. He did call himself out on the broadcast, saying like, "Yeah, you know, because of my comments last week, you know, this really shuts me up." Yeah, because he shouldn't have made that comment in the first place. You idiot. See, pays. <laughs> we're gonna have to do an edit. There. We got to chop that out. Go fire it up. There. That's my. That's my word. <laughs> Let's not spend too much time on it. Uh, too funny. That's correct. That is Parksy's word. <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> Good point. Well, uh, boys. Who walked out with the win there? I think Tombo had it. You had Big Leash in the mix. There was a lot of guys that it was such a major swing either way. I mean, you look at Friday where Sung Kang, actually Saturday, Sung Kang was four up, 11 comes, boom, he gone. Tyrrell Hatton, boom, he up, double, he gone. It was just, it was an emotional Sunday to watch golf. Like, you didn't really know who was going to win it. Josh, did you spend some time watching the coverage on the weekend? Did you get a chance to watch any of the golf? Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Not not enough uh, to comment properly, but I, I love seeing the course being in such a difficult condition. I think that uh, we need to see more of that on the tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, you know, obviously the course isn't too bad, but once the wind picks up, those guys have a hard time. And 
uh, yeah, it was good to see. Mm-hmm. I think this kind of goes back to that argument with the limited flight golf balls and reduction on the technology and all the rest of that crap. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. case in point, you can you can play hard golf courses out there and still overpower the, the tour players, you know? I mean, I don't know yeah. if the course would have been as difficult if it wasn't as as uh, windy as it was on the weekend. No. But it's still like, that place was so baked out. The wind was just whipping on Saturday. The scoring average was above 75 on Saturday. I mean, that's a tough track. So I, I thought it was exciting. I thought it was great. Nice to see Parr get the best of a lot of those guys this weekend. Right? Yeah. We only had how many people? Three? Three, three under par at the end of it? Nice showing. Yeah. Like that. I'm excited to say that I truly feel I can attest to this now. I think Sanjay M is trending. I would consider him a rising superstar. <laughs> that's a great. That's a great pick <laughs> for the Masters. RC, that's a great pick <laughs> to say trending. One hundred percent. Masters, no chance. No chance. Pace, what do you got to say about that? <laughs> hey man, you know my thoughts on Sung Jae. I, I mean, I think he's just ridiculous, and I think he's only getting better. I mean, we could have thought that he would have a bit of a hangover from the previous week at the Honda, but he came out firing yet again. I mean, what the- coach? What about me? What about me? I was hoping for a what? 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 Are you serious right now? He didn't have a hangover? Wow. <laughs> Sorry, my apologies. I, I, I was listening. I was, I'm listening here, right? I got told that I can't use the new soundboard too much, unfortunately. I got to find the right spot for it. A little <laughs> slap on the wrist. Yeah, but I'll, be, I'll, pay, I'll pay attention more. Combo, big win for you this week, buddy. Big win. Huge win. Um, the only thing that I wished for this weekend was Kevin Na having a little better showing so we could have had him on the pod with this big party we got going today. But happy with Leash, happy with uh, Rory did okay and then fizzled a little bit towards the end. And I don't know if Rory did okay, right? I don't know <laughs> if I'd say fizzled towards the end. He had three rounds over par. True. Still kept his streak crazy. alive at seven straight That's events cr- in the top five. Oh yeah, isn't that nuts though? At three uh, three rounds over par, like that's just I find just like Rory. He is not trending for the Masters in my mind. Mm. Not. I think I he can't. is by far the number one guy. That's of course, by the stat, but like he can't he, he can't be relied upon for me. I've, he's got wins and this and that, but I've seen him every single like most times where he's got. Eh, maybe I could be wrong he and I'll bite flat. my tongue. He goes flat. I think I heard that there was only one person under par on Saturday and Sunday at Bay Hill. Yeah, Fitzpatrick. Yeah. There was a stat that said something about this is the first time in I don't know how many years that the winner of the event has scored over par in both Saturday and Sunday rounds. Yeah. I think Wingfoot, the U.S. Open, was the last time. Wow. Fact checker just coming in. I didn't mean to say under par. I meant in the 60s. Sorry. Just got a note from the office. (laughs) Is that from the the broadcast room? Yeah, in my brain Sitting next to Zinger (laughs) Perfect (laughs) Um, I mean, we talked to Goat He talked to me, but I'm I'm still I'm I'm still still opinionated, right? I'm sorry, you know, know, of course the stats are with Rory Of course, but you know, and we've said many a times He's my favorite, and I guess I lash out Because I love so much, and I shouldn't, right? I have to I have to Count to five and be like, I still love you, Roars. You can do it. You can do it. So I take all that back, and I'm willing to say he's trending for the Masters, Parks. Where's my harp? <laughs> I got to ask. I got to bring an insider, uh, an outsider perspective into this. Like we got to throw it over to Switzerland. Josh, how do you feel about that? You got any insight into what's going on in the Masters? You know what? Every year I always think that I know who's going to win the Masters, and I'm just full of shit because it's such a different tournament and it's such a different level of pressure than the guys are used to facing that, you know, even guys like Rory and JT, they just crumble. Um, so I don't really know. I mean, I, this is going to be an unfavorite thing because it's not my favorite play in the world, but I think P Reed has a big, good chance of uh, taking it home just because he's been playing well. Uh, he's got that fire in him from everybody just hating and uh, he's got it got somebody got something to show to everybody so i think him i think that uh the shambles probably got a good good opportunity as long as he's like on point um but yeah i don't i don't i don't know i don't i think any of these guys are so good that you know they all have a shot but i, I definitely don't think that 
that anybody's out of it. I don't think that just because Rory played like shit this week, even though he came in the top five, right? I like yeah. this. I like this, Josh. Yeah. You're bringing some fire to the show. You, if as yeah. a listener, you would know that Patrick Reed and DeChambeau bring fire to these guys. I think both of these yeah, guys have I, the same kind you of You know what? Like it's, yeah, nobody, I mean, they're not the fan favorites, right? But hey, they're playing really good golf. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you can't argue that. So, and yeah, they're both kind of guys it. that want to give the tour a slap, you know, like just give like a big finger to the tour, like both. Of well, them. you, you see what they're doing this weekend at the players. They're they're saying that every single shot from every single player is going to be televised. Yep. Saw what do you it. think that response is in regards to? The Four Jack Podcast. Just wanting Absolutely. more coverage. More coverage. No, no yeah. Throwing it that, down. That's just the PGA, P- tour, that's just the PGA the tour wanting to pump up their own major. Because like that, they're trying so hard to make this the other major. Like yeah. they are going to the extreme lengths to make that happen. I mean, look at the purse even. And it's huge. They have the chain. They have the chain smokers opening up tomorrow, right? And like a pre-concert, right? Isn't that crazy? What? Yeah, same. Yeah, it's nuts. It's a party. They're trying to turn it huge. into something, like Pace says. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing so much to it. Like even with the broadcast. I mean, where are all these cameras going to be? You got if you got every single shot. How many cameras do you have out there? You're telling me CBS or NBC, who's three per hole, give or take, minus sure. minus the par threes times eighteen, right? You, you know what? I think we need Costas back on the Konica uh, Minolta Swing Vision BizHub camera. <laughs> I don't think Game he'd changer. ever do. Game changer. That guy. I think they already have all those cameras out there anyway. We just don't see it all the time. But like they yeah. got camera guys following most of the crews out there. So yeah. mm-hmm. just I don't in think case. it's going to change too much. I think they're just going to like flip back and forth, shot hit, ball out into the green, cool, flip to the next shot. It's just going to be a lot more action based. Be like a tennis match. You're just going to get like motion sickness. <laughs> Unless they just Probably. give a watching Reed, watching Reed fluff those lies live on on camera, it's gonna be great. That'd be nice. I think we what? I think we'd be willing to too, watch. Though, you guys, like we have like TSN in Canada here that shows. We have I have like four TSN channels on on my box, and they all show the players. So like even if they're to cut it out between multiple like CBS channels or NBC or whatever is covering it. You know, holes one through nine are on this channel. Holes nine through eighteen, flip it over. I would love that. Yeah. Science. Yeah. See, Pays yeah. doesn't have cable. I got cable. Do you? Yeah. You got TSN one through basic, five. Basic yeah. cable. Well, son I'm of fully a loaded in my house. Well, son of a. Yeah, we good. I got, I got babes. I got babes. Got Don't cable. worry about it. Yeah, we got cable. You got nunchuck um, skills. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I I love the players, to be honest. I think watching that golf course is awesome. Like, guys get beat up out there. Like, apparently it's supposed to calm down with the wind this week. It's been howling down there the last, like, week. But apparently the wind is supposed to die down. It's supposed to be warm, so it could be easier conditions than what we were hoping for. But I'm excited. I love the players. I don't know, man. This is a true Pete Dye, a testament to his golf course design and his longevity in the game. I think uh, it's a celebration of, of Mr. Dye and his accomplishments this week, and I, I think it's going to be a huge event. I think so as well. I like that. I also, I also don't think Sunjay M is going to win, but uh, eh, what can you do? Side bet? <laughs> breakfast, so lunch, many breakfast and dinner? Sandwiches. I'll do, I'll do breakfast and lunch that he'll Sorry. be in the top eight. I'm throwing it down. Double or nothing. Extra bacon. Let's <laughs> get a Timmy sponsorship. Yeah, Subway. Yeah. We actually just unleashed a Subway. Uh, I saw the TikTok, TikTok challenge, boys. <laughs> work. Yeah. Good eating skills, Pays. Very nice. First Subway in like four years, four and a half years. See, Pays nice. is the new go. Jared. Was not overly <laughs> impressed. <laughs> I, I got, I got a question for you guys. What do you think is going to be the winning score of the players? Ooh. That's a good question, my man. I'm going to go 10 deep. Okay. 12, 12. Nice. Josh, play. what do you got? I, I am I allowed to have two answers because I got I got two answers based on like Florida. So it's Uh-oh. either going to be howling and it's going to be baked out because it's been so dry there, um, and they're going to bake it out and it's going to be like three four under, or it's going to be in like phenomenal condition. There's going to be no win and it's going to be like seventeen eighteen. That's what I'm hearing. Okay. Okay. And apparently it's I see, very I see green wind in the right forecast. Do, do, do. Is there? It's a crap yeah. down there. Someone gonna Nobody, ask like you never know. This time of the year especially. I mean when they had it yeah. in May, it was a different story. You knew what the weather was gonna be. It was gonna be yeah. hot and still. 
Like now, you're getting the breeze coming through it. I mean, like you said, it could either be, you know, 15 and blowing or like 20 and perfect. I mean, yeah. it, it's difficult. But I, For our American I gotta, friends, that's like 75. Yeah. <laughs> I got to stop for a sec here, boys, and give a shout out to Cody, who's looking extra fresh in some uh, Go Track Social Club gear tonight. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm dripped Very out, good. but my buddy Pays over I'm here is even right more drippy, drippy, I'm man. Look at this. Yeah, we, got, uh, we got a full showing here tonight. Do those guys ship to other parts of Canada, or what's the deal with uh, that? We ship to 10 out of 13 provinces. <laughs> Just 13. not BC. Is that Hawaii included or no? Nope. Oh, no, that's part of the U.S. <laughs> no, it? just yeah, just taking an absolute beating on free ninety nine shipping right over to Mill Bay, Mill Bay, BC for twenty six bucks on the old free ninety nine shipping. <laughs> Don't forget to use code free ninety nine. Just joking. If we see it's outside of Edmonton, I'm shutting it down, folks. <laughs> Bruce Grove and friends Bruce and friends. Grove, Max, I'll drive it to Just Bruce like Grove. It. The free part is you have to come pick it up. <laughs> but I think it's going to be low. I think it's going to be windy in Florida. I think it's going to be a low score, and I'm going to go with lucky number nine. Nine under. Ooh. Okay. Breezy. But like Josh said, if it's prime time, well, then that number doesn't stand a chance, so I look mm -hmm. foolish. But if it's breezy, swing easy. That course is pure execution. If it's a bit breezy and you're off, tough. I'm going to go out uh, on a limb in here and say eight. Eight under. All right, I like that. Those are good side bets. We can put those in. I think that's a yeah! good option on, for us. On bet DSI. Absolutely. Um, should we go over some picks really quickly? Yeah, let's jump into some picks, boys, and then we can talk a little uh, sexy sexy golf clubs. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. can we make our – we got to, just for everybody, we got to make our picks, and then we'll just take a short break just to uh, reset our, our stuff here, and uh, then we'll be back, and we want to give – Josh, our full attention. We want to make sure our camera's not going to die. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, reigning champion, what do you got? Um, I, oh, Ooh. Tom, sorry. My yeah. apologies. No harp? My apologies. Okay. No harp Give me the harp. Give me the harp. I'm, also I'm coming. We got the big bank coming right here. The champion of the week, as announced by Parks. <laughs> there we go. There Feels good to be back on the top. Back I to think, back weeks. I think I'm Double the harps. I think C-Pays took the Honda, but triple, either way. Triple the win. Double the harps. No, just joking. Just joking. Just joking. Bet DSI. Bet DSI. This, is, this pick's on them. I haven't actually checked the field, but I know it's a good one because they're calling it the fifth major. Are these our picks sponsored by Bet DSI? Yeah, these I think are our picks that are sponsored by BetDSI.com. Go on over to BetDSI.com and use the promo code for Jack 100 for some free playing cash. Yeah, let's get into this, boys. Uh, Tombo, obviously our leader. Yep. From the previous week here in the hill. I think the, you got us. You got this. Is a big boy picks this week. These are big boy picks. Unless you want to go for a sneaky guy. <laughs> if I had gone through the field thoroughly, I would probably be going with the sneaky guys. But I think I got at least. Oh, there we go. I'm gonna go with Xander Shoffley, Justin Thomas, Rory McIlroy, and. C Pays's Mr. In. Nick Faldo. Um, with okay. In. I like that. <laughs> Codes? Uh, you guys know my picks. I brought him in here today. I went with Bryson DeChambeau because he liked to comment on Instagram. I said he was looking swole as a mother. It's amazing he could even fit into that Bentley. Going to have him on to talk some Fortnite here, I'm thinking. Uh, I think I went with Justin <laughs> Thomas. I believe I went with Webb Simpson. And Parks, you got my final pick over there. That I, do you remember the last one that I came down? I think um, uh, I think I picked. Yeah, we'll nope. figure it out. I want to keep it. I want to keep it uh, legit from what I picked earlier. Charles Howell so. for sure, dude. Come yeah, on, Chucky three six won't let you down. Oh my goodness, you're right, boys. It's that time of the Bet DSI podcast where <laughs> our sponsored picks, where I say that I got clear eyes, big heart, clear picks. We got to go with our man Chucky three sticks, folks. That's money he ain't picks. Never leaving. That's Give money it to picks. Him. That's money picks, folks. Bank it. Lock it in. Josh, you got oh. any picks for us for the players? Four guys, uh, hot seat. I, I got my underdog, so I, I'm going to pick uh, Nick Taylor, Canadian. Canadian boy, yeah. 
because yep. uh, he's 250 to one, I think, right now. So I'm going to put some money down on him. Nice. You're going to uh, put that money on BetDSI? Yeah, use BetDSI. Yeah, that bet, I'll, use, I'll get the code from you guys and and uh, and hit them up and get some, you know some free play. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to pick Nick. I think I'm going to pick Mickelson. Okay. Ooh, because love that. he's at like 140 to one, and like that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's Mickelson. Like he could just show up and win. But uh, and then I got P. Reed, the Shambo. And uh, that's four. four. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give some love to Matt Wolf too. Okay, maybe five there on this. I like that. Yeah, Come you on. can have five. Yeah. You're a guest. Guests get five. <laughs> I'm loving this feature pairing with the three young studs. That's gonna be deadly for TV. I also like the Spieth, JT, and um, Fowler group. That yeah, could that's be really be good, good for Spieth. That necessary Spieth boys might feel comfortable out there. Hey, what you got? Right. For myself, uh, ov- obviously, <laughs> obviously, we are going obviously. back to uh, obviously. It's not that obvious. You but gotta it go, Sungjae. I mean, yeah, he's yeah. he's the man. Uh, I will go, uh, Rory. Uh, obviously, I'm gonna take Max Homa. Trending. How did I know you were gonna say that? Because he missed him that. Because he missed him that one week, and he just regretted it. So he's uh, gotta go back and show him some week. love. You just solidified your face tattoo on my arm. <laughs> As the legend. And my final <laughs> pick, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Louis. Louis Ustazen. Ustazen. Yeah. yeah. I Louis. like it. That's an interesting call from you, my friend. Yeah. Parksy, I think you should get that tattoo that has a support your local go track on Paisley's forehead. So it's kinda like Okay, yeah. I, I like where you're like you going with that. Yeah, on the tattoo that's oh, on Park Oh, on the tattoo. Right. I was like, I don't the, want that on And my then forehead. the Korean the Korean flag underneath? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are Still working control. on it. Still working on it. Hey, man, do you got any picks? Uh, you know what? I'm going to sit out this week, I think. I don't know. No, so, wait actually. a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not going to sit out. He's got a I'm going to take... Who am I going to take this week? I don't have my list in front of me. But uh, I like Patrick Reed, unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, I really do. Um, who else I got? Maybe let's switch it up a little bit here. Let's go Kevin Na. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, I don't know. We need to show him some love. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's mostly just your picks. It doesn't matter what's coming out of your mouth. It's getting X'd. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Rory, and I'm going Hideki. Ooh. I, I thought you oh, that was, like the, that like was my Scotty fourth. Shepherd. That was my fourth. Hideki. Not Chucky three sticks. I am not taking Chucky three sticks Ooh, at the I, players, I unfortunately. Baited you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess we can just hope for the best. But those picks were brought to you by BetDSI. So head on over to BetDSI.com and use the promo code for Jack 100 to get a little bonus play. But we are going to take a quick little break here and we're going to come back and dive into hey, we'll maybe golf? my next wedge. We'll see. Absolutely gorgeous. That's life. That's life. That's what. <laughs> and we're back. And that's actually the sound of what of me looking at Parksy come Sunday when Sung JM finishes fifth. And no, that was I, a Sung JM miscut laugh. I like that. Good job, Coates. Thank you. Just reaffirming things for the weekend. One day for you, Parksy. One day you'll get it. When he gets like the flu. Yeah. Or something similar to it. Yeah. But we are moving on from that, and we're actually going to jump into... Jump into Josh right now and kind of just get him to explain a little bit about Haywood Golf. We're looking at some, some gear out there, and I know the Four Jack boys are loving it. Josh. This is, a, this is our first, because... Tom and Parksy already went out and had a meeting with right. so this yes. is our kind of and I think yeah I'm Josh thanks so much for taking the time to sit down with us for sure my man as well as making your picks and going through that with us but yeah, yeah. we're we're pumped up to hear exactly what you got going on brother Yeah no I appreciate it um I mean we're a we're a small little outfit outside of uh in Vancouver BC here and uh you know I walked into golf town one day and was just pissed off i was like fire both you wedges 200 dollars plus for a wedge and shit really hasn't changed in the past you know five or so years and and uh couldn't figure it out so i spent a ton of time 
researching, trying to figure out like what goes into making a golf club, what, uh, you know, what it takes to be able to actually produce something that people would want to buy. And, you know, we spent multiple months looking up different prototypes, testing those out, changing the look, changing the finish, all of that kind of stuff. And, you know, we came to market uh, in June, 2018. So it's been a hell of a ride since we just, you know, fortunate keep going keep grinding and uh you know just trying to bring out products that people can look at love and not have to you know, get a second mortgage to buy them so that's exactly craft, yeah. that's kind of the the goal is just growing the the game of golf in general because you know as you guys know everything's expensive you know equipment's expensive clothing's expensive all that kind of stuff so if we can figure out a way to give people the same performance product that they get from OEMs at half the price, that's, you know, an extra six, 700 bucks they can go spend on a round of beers with the boys or an extra few rounds a year or whatever that is and put it back into the the local businesses versus just into an OEM. I might be willing to remortgage for that gold putter though. (laughs) I'm just happy. Can we get a shot of that? We need to, we need to tell people what Haywood golf is and what does Haywood golf manufacture? Yeah. So, um, Currently, we are selling forged wedges uh, and two-piece stainless steel um, hollow body irons, so game improvement slash distance irons. Uh, we will be coming out with a putter in, when do they arrive? In April, mid-April. Masters. Obviously, the, the coronavirus has delayed a few things in our production Ooh, cycle, but um, I'm being told that they're going to land sometime mid to end of April. Um, we have a new version of wedges coming out. It's going to be very cool, very unique, uh, full face screws. I have it in my closet, but I'm not going to show you guys because we haven't really showed anybody. Um, and it's going to be kind of one of those, you know, fun launches. And our goal is really just to kind of stick through putter all the way into irons. And, and, uh, later this year, later this year, you'll see a driving iron from us too. Uh, which will be really cool, but that's going to take us a little bit more time because we want to make it something a little bit more unique slash still being minimalist to match our brand. And, um, you know, it's just taking us some extra time to do. So two two things here real quick. I got to say, Tabo and I had the experience. (laughs) So for Jack fam listeners, you really need to check this stuff out because this gear is sexy, sexy, sexy. Cue the music, Cody. Cue the music. Sexy music. Uh, Yes, I do. Yeah, that's a good lead-in. That's a good segue into. I think this is a harmonious union of soulmates right here because C pays. I know you're dying to jump in on this. What oh, you gotta say? Josh is just preaching to the choir here. Like <laughs> he was just he was reading out my gospel, man. Just giving me everything I needed to hear. Like this is this is exactly what I'm talking about all the time, man. I do believe the game is too expensive. I do believe that like too many people are getting out of it because of the cost. And kind of when I heard the model that you had running, Josh, I was like, yep, that's it. Like, that's the stuff, man. Like, he gets it. He kin- gets it. Kindred spirits. I, it's good, Kindred man. spirits. You did. Like, you go outside of like Canada and stuff and you go to international venues. I mean, people aren't playing golf. It's too expensive. And the only way you're going to get people into it is making nice stuff that's at an affordable price. Otherwise, yeah. and cheap golf, obviously, but cheap, good golf. Yeah. One more thing. No, did, I, you, I, did you mention that you're going to be dropping some blades also? Oh, yeah. Um, we are. We're getting our final uh, prototypes in by Friday. I think. Actually, that's a lot. We're going to get one set of prototypes in Friday, and I think we get another one in on Monday or Tuesday. We're picking between two different um, final designs right now, but uh, blades will be coming <laughs> hopefully by, like, June. Okay. So, so Josh, real quick here. I just, I really, I'm interested in the uh, wallpaper in your, doesn't in your have to house be there. Quick. Maybe you'd like to take us on a tour of your closet. That'd be kind of nice, <laughs> just so we can get a visual of what that looks like. Nah. Mm, I'm going to go with no. I think, it's, <laughs> yeah, I think it's great, man. I think it's we tried, great. We tried, poor Jack, man. We tried. <laughs> Safe play. This is, uh, this is all my fiance, man. She's decorated our entire house. And, you know, it's hilarious because before I started this company, I was working in tech and have a lot of video meetings just like this and every single person I would meet with would be like, man, that's cool wallpaper. I'm like, yeah, yeah I, know. It is. <laughs> I would take every I didn't call take there. It. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> Goes well with a gold putter, I assume. It does, yeah. 
yeah, I'll, I'll show you guys here. So we have the video, but this is what our pottery is going to look like. Um, so it's For the people CNC that are milled. just listening, it's just a beautiful yeah. gold wedge. So it's, it's wedge a or traditional putter? style. Putter, sorry. Um, traditional <laughs> style, I mean, if you want to compare it to the cottage, you can, sure. But um, it's CNC milled from a block of uh, 431 stainless. So naturally going to be soft. Um, you know, it's very unique. And then that putter is probably going to go for around 250 Canadian. Um, and that's going to come with specific shafts, but we've partnered for a long time with KBS and hopefully we're going to get the KBS has a new one step shaft in there. Um, similar to like BGT, which is breakthrough golf technology. They have like the 200 and something dollar, you know, double X shaft, whatever it is, great shaft, but it's 200 bucks us. So, um, we're trying to find ways to come up with, you know, in a putter under 300 bucks that gives you all of those like high end components. Um, and I think that the, the KBS one step, once they release that, it'll probably be that, um, as like an upgrade and then maybe just like an X stiff shaft into there, because that's really what all of these new putter shafts are. They're just like two X shafts. <laughs> it's nothing crazy, but it, it allows you, you know, I just put an X stiff in this one. Um, yeah. And it makes it, your putting just so solid. There's no whippiness. I know everybody laughs. It's like, Oh, it's putting. There's not going to be whippiness, but once you put a really stiff shaft into your putter, you notice a huge difference. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited. To it know makes a it, little it more. makes for an easier launch angle too when you get the uh, three putt or four putt going, and then you get that extra velocity. <laughs> throw it off the green into the water. Oh, what I do you can show you the whip yeah. with it. Don't worry. Yo, what do you got to stabilize the wrists? <laughs> Josh, yeah. do you think Josh, do you think you could talk a little bit about that? Uh, what I've seen on Instagram, your wedges with the raw finish and how that's done. Yeah, so um, we're actually making a limited run of raw wedges just because we've had so many people who are interested. So we've sold about half um, of our our set so far. We're selling them in sets right now. So what it is, it's really just going to be a raw forged wedge. So once it's done with the forging, um, you know, they're engraving our our signature brand into a the degree, etc. We're still deciding right now if they're going to put oil on it or not because oil will kind of like prolong that resting period. Otherwise, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a forged wedge just natural, but it rests very, very quickly. So um, we'll decide that closer to the time when it comes. And then that'll be that. There's just no coating on it. So over time, you know, I had one sitting out on my patio for a month, and that's the one that you guys saw, and everybody can see it on our Instagram. It goes from, you know, being natural to, holy shit, it's rusted out. It's and so you know, sick. less than 30 days. Does that do anything as far as playability? Yes and no. I mean, I'm not a I'm not an expert player, so I, I no, couldn't tell either. you for sure. Obviously, rust is supposed to give you more spin. I don't know why that is, um, but you know that's what TaylorMade did their their new milled wedges on was that exact feature. You know, spin. I think that it's been tested where it doesn't spin a ton more. I think more in the wet than anything, but um, it's more just so for like a unique wedge. There's there's very few companies out there who actually produce a true raw wedge. They say it's raw, yeah, but they don't actually mass produce them. You can't buy them easily, um, and they're usually coated to shit with like oil and stuff, so they don't really rest, in, you know, for at least like six months to a year. These ones, once you get them into the bag and play a few rounds with them, get some water on them, get some air to oxidize, it'll they'll rest pretty quick. Yeah, I've had the Vokey oil can wedges forever, and like. Like you said, they're supposed to rust quickly, but like I didn't notice any rust until I was down in the Caribbean playing in a piss down rain on them. Like there was zero rust. I mean, there's yeah. so much oil on them. Mm. Yeah, I think they do that just from an aesthetic standpoint. Um, because again, you order a raw wedge, you assume in your head you're going to get a fresh raw wedge, like it just came out of the factory. Yeah. And the reality is, for most of like the bigger brands, they've been sitting in the factory for two months and a shift. Um, and where ours is like, they're coming out of the factory and I've already told them, it's like, I need them within two weeks from that time to get them in here. I want them shipped right away. So then they can, you know, people can still get that. Oh yeah. That's what the wedge actually looks like. And then they can see it transform over the next month or two. Very I cool. love that. How has your response been since you opened up Haywood? Like from the people that have seen it and like obviously friends and fellow golfers that have randomly bumped into you. I mean, it's such a unique piece compared to what you normally see. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much support. We've, we've been really fortunate. 
Um, I think that the majority of people are really positive, like what we're doing. They try out the clubs. They like them. You know, we've had so many people come back to us after they bought the wedge or wedges and say, these are great. You know, we love them. They, they perform. Yeah. We're going to give your irons a shot too. Um, and then, you know, you obviously have your haters, the people who are like, Oh, this is bullshit, you know, 650 bucks for a set of irons are probably crap, you know, and that's fine. We're, we're in this to not only change the game, but like prove those types of people wrong, that the industry needs to change. We're trying to do our best to change it. You know, we're, we're not the first company to do direct consumer e-commerce, but we're sure going to try to be the best in what we do and want to make sure that we can help change that game because in five or 10 years, you're not going to see these stores around anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Like golf town is, is not going to be around for 10 years. Like they're just constantly losing money. Golf galaxy, same shit. Their model hasn't changed in 50 years. No. So, you know, they're going to die with the times. I think it's difficult as well with golf because it's, there's a culture. I mean, obviously the, the cost of things need to change, but the culture itself needs to change because people do believe in you get what you pay for when it comes yeah. to golf clubs. And people are like, yeah, I'll spend that $700 on that driver because that's the best. That, that's what yep. the culture is asking out of me is to play the best. Totally. I believe I'm a good yeah. player, so I should play the best. And I, it's, it's not necessary. It's outrageous. As well as then the best yeah. coming at those premium prices of $3,000 for a set of irons, 2700 totally. P790s are $1,800 off the rack. Like, that is wildin'. Right. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that new Callaway driver is like fifteen hundred or eighteen hundred dollars, isn't it? <laughs> According to right CK's, around eighteen fifty, I think. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I just want to say one thing quick here. Like, <laughs> obviously, as soon as we wrap this up, we're sitting in a sim, and CPAs is about to hit these top flights right in front of us. I'm about to bang it with some TFs here tonight. Like, money you do to some degree get what you pay for. I think just what Josh is really opening up here is like the value buy, right? Like it's. You don't have to go out and spend $750 on a driver, 219 on a wedge. But, like, top flight down there in the trenches at, like, whatever it is, is a crappy club. Josh's $99 wedge is going to give you superior performance for a reasonable price tag. And if you follow Warren Buffett like me, he says you got to be willing to pay a fair price for a good company. And that's I think we got glasses. a lot of insight from Josh when we met with him about his mindset behind the technology of clubs. And really, has there been much change, Josh, over the last 10, 15 years? Yeah, I mean, you know, we get told the same story over and over by all the OEMs of like, you're going to get 20 more yards and you're going to get a better ball flight. And the reality is, like, if you're not a good golfer, you're not a good golfer. If you are, you are. If you're in the middle, you're in the middle. But no club is miraculously just going to change your skill level it's practice it's you know going out there and playing and hitting the range and putting and and i think that that's kind of gotten lost in translation for a lot of golfers where they think like yeah i'm gonna go buy a three thousand dollar set of pxgs and magically be the best golfer in the world and again i'm not hating on on any of the clubs they all make great products the reality is though there are people that can afford three thousand dollars for a set of irons there are people who maybe can there are people who can't so there's, uh, you know, a market for all of these yeah. groups. And I think that the majority of people, especially as, you know, we're looking at potentially going into a recession real quick, um, are looking at it like, can I pay three grand or should I just pay, you know, a thousand bucks for a set of great irons and they're performed the same. You know, you put our irons up to any club. I don't care whose it is. And same loft, same ball speed. We're going to be right there. It's like, you know, within a couple of yards, either we're higher, we're lower, every club. What's your choice? Do you pay 1500 bucks for a set of, you know, title irons, or you pay seven ninety nine for ours? Go to Pebble with your savings. Like That sounds <laughs> nice. You know, that's, that's, the nice. Way I, that's the way I looked at it when I created the company. And, you know, again, we're, we're still here two years later. We're really fortunate for the support. And I think that people are responding really positively to, to what we're doing. I just got to jump in there. We got a little bit of a technical difficulty and I just want you to ram that last point home one more time. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. If Cody... Which last point though? Yeah. <laughs> the, the Pebble Beach one? Yeah. 
I just want a big oh, shout out to Hayward okay. Golf for inviting big the Four Jack family to come play Pebble this year. That's gonna be a <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be unbelievable. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah. Yeah. that trip. Sick. <laughs> no, chartering that's, that like, plane for reality, right? Like you go look at at any of the competitive irons against us, so like the Ping, you know, G four tens. They're retailing at like fourteen ninety nine Canadian, so whatever. That's like eleven hundred bucks or thousand bucks US. Um, ours are seven ninety nine. So like what you save, same same club from a performance standpoint ours look better i think but and josh then you can take the savings and go to pebble beach and play around like that is it isn't ping gonna make me a better player though <laughs> you touched uh, on this yeah. earlier i don't know if we captured it so well yeah i again that's everybody's mentality that's what the genius of marketing is and these golf companies you know like i don't know if you guys saw the the documentary or the you know the piece on arnold palmer um during the players when it was on it's like he started sports marketing yeah pretty much Right. And, um, you know, they've done a great job at it, but we're in a new era now. We're in 2020. The Internet is king and things are changing and, you know, everybody's going to have to change with them. That's why you see some of them OEMs selling on their websites now. Some of them still don't. Tidewist still does not sell on their website. But mm. you have Callaway, um, you know, who does and they probably get a bunch of sales off their site. So it's slowly happening, but they're still going to play play. Blah, blah, blah. You're still going to pay a premium for sponsorships that there's, you know, they got Phil on staff for 20 million a year. Somebody's right. paying for that. It's not him. It's, it's the consumer. consumer. And you know That's what? Like those companies, like they got there through the, they got to that position through the years and years of grinding. Like they were yep. not that big. Definitely. For, remember when there was a time when Callaway was kind of like that goofy oh. new company. And people were questionable of the steelhead and the warbird and stuff. And they were like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yep. But look at them now. And they have those guys because they've taken advantage of the consumer and dominated the market and now gotten on tour and gotten so many guys playing their products. And no, no, no wonder they can pay all that. But they still yeah. started somewhere. And they started yeah, as a small sure. company. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't think... I think Back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, it was easier to say, this is the best driver in the world. This is going to give you 20, 30 more yards. And people just were like, yeah, cool. That's what it's going to do. Nowadays, I don't think there's, the consumers aren't as gullible. But I think they're just so used to brand loyalty that they stick with the tailor-made title of the world because they, they can trust that. It's like, how do you trust the new brand? Totally. And I was talking to some guy, actually, who's been a staffer of Callaway for the last like 25 years or something, he said. You know, older guy, 65, 70. Um, and he's like, Eli would be rolling in his grave right now if he knew how much drivers were costing and how much, you know, their irons cost because he actually started the company much to the similar way that I was. And that's why this guy reached out to me because he's like, Eli wanted people to get a good quality product at an affordable price. Mm -hmm. yeah. Josh, where's, mm -hmm. where's Haywood Golf in five years? Are we Skyping in from beyond? What the f yeah, no, definitely not. They'll be with um, the four jack. In five years, I'd love to be in the majority of club fitters across North America, uh, Europe, you know, across the world, and just being able to get these same products into people's hands. I don't think much is going to change in terms of the way we run the company, the mentality. Obviously, we want sales to increase, but for us, it's just about getting the products out into people's hands, getting them to try them. So, fuck, these are great clubs, you know, let's give them a shot. And I really don't foresee... You know, I was telling you guys this in, uh, in person, but I don't foresee us changing like this model. And people are listening. I'm showing a golf club, but this model, it's going to work for the next five years. <laughs> it's going to be solid. It's going to perform the same unless they come out with something revolutionary. Um, and so we, that's why we kept with the clean aesthetic, you know, making sure people have like a timeless, cool looking, super good looking clean. golf club yeah. that's timeless, that is the same as the Titleist Blades that have been the exact same club for the past 15 or 20 same years. The Titleist, Mizuno, TaylorMade. Like, look at, was it, I think it was Adam Scott. He was playing a 15-year-old set of blades, Titleist yeah. blades. Why? Because they haven't changed. They're mm -hmm. the same clubs that they're producing. It's still you know? just forged metal. I think that's it. Yeah. You can't you can, change like much. Like forged too. clubs, you, you know, the, the blades, you can't change. It's, you know, you're beating the shit out of a piece of metal. You're forming it into the form that you want. Yeah, you can change the design and stuff, from a performance standpoint, that's pretty much it. Mm -hmm. So for us, it's, it's creating, you know, our blades are going to look the exact same as these pretty much mm. in terms of how they look, except not as wide Thinner. of a pole. So 
Yeah, exactly. So they're going to have thinner top line, thinner sole. They're going to, you know, cater to a different level of player. But at least with this way, you get, you know, you could be a 20 handicap, play these game improvement irons, and it looks like you're playing a blade. Nobody has a clue, and they still look sweet, and that's it. Love it. What's, Josh, what is ahead, what does sustainability look like for Haywood Golf? It's a hot topic on the Four Jack Fam a lot within the golf world and, and all of this technology discussion, restricting ball flights, things like that. What does what the sustainability for Haywood look like down the road? I mean... Tough one. <laughs> yeah, putting him in the park yeah. seat grind. I'm going to go with a softer question. Wow. A, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I like it, Park. Do you like puppies? Yeah. To ask, but, <laughs> I, you know, to my goal originally was how can we create these products locally and support a local business and make them in Canada and Unfortunately, I have not been able to locate somebody who's been a willing to do it and b can do it at a an affordable Lost. price. Yeah. So, until we get to that point, sustainability still means to us <laughs> outsourcing for now. Outsourcing. But again, we build everything in house, and um, I think that that's kind of important. I think that keeping it local builds, um, whether it's myself, whether it's Chris, who's our main club builder, he builds ninety nine percent of our clubs. Um, and keeping the company sustainable from that side. That's what I look at sustainability. I'm not looking at like, I'm not going to say that golf clubs are the most eco-friendly to produce. I'm not going to, you know, lie and say that I have any clue how the shafts are manufactured and what mm -hmm. they do. But um, for us to be sustainable is just about, you know, doing as much as we can for our local economy, whether it's buying locally, uh, whether it is supporting somebody locally who can build our clubs. Um, you know, those kind of things, and I think that's how we we continue to grow as a company moving forward. I like that. One thing, one thing that resonated with me when we met. Sorry, boys. Last time I'll jump yeah, in. Yeah, come on, man. One thing that resonated with me was you said that you personally inspect the product before it goes out. Why is that important? Yep. Quality control. I mean, I've heard so many stories of people who have bought in quote unquote custom clubs from one of the OEMs, like yeah, I got it three degrees flat or, you know, two degrees, you know, weak. And they came back and they weren't even close to that. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's like, well, how is that possible? How do you order a custom set of clubs and it not be correct? And so, you know, Chris and I, for the first little while, went through builds with each other, checked all the specs, made sure everything was right. I fully trust him 100%. So now it's gotten to the point where it's just checking the clubs themselves before he builds them, or sorry, after he builds them to make sure that there's no scrapes, that there's no additional marks. There's, you know, nothing that's wrong with the club aesthetically before we send it out and make sure that everything's right for that customer. Obviously, you know, when you bend the club two degrees, either way, you're going to get a marking on it. Um, yeah. <laughs> as long as the, the, the steel is somewhat soft. And so we get those answers, but that's a, an easy explanation. And those are usually the only issues that we ever have. Obviously we make mistakes. I've sent out the wrong clubs to the wrong person by accidentally putting the wrong sticker on a box. I screwed up, called the guy, you know, called these people right away. Hey, I screwed up. We're going to send you some new ones. Just send them back to us. Shit happens. Um, but for 99% of our orders, 99.5% of our orders, they go out inspected by us, perfect by us. Um, and that's kind of something that we focus on entirely as a company is first priority is customer service. Mm -hmm. uh, One of uh, my thing yeah. that I want to touch on before I leave this conversation up to the others um, yeah, just as you were touching on, I, I don't know if we did that fully, but part of buying a Haywood golf is that custom experience, right? Like yep. you, you pick your club, you get your wedge and you can have it bent. So Cody here, he's looking for a 50 degree wedge. You run them in 52, 56 and 58 or 60. Is it? Or yeah. So our stocks are 52, 56, 60. Um, and the reason that we picked that was because it gave us the range to from, from a bend standpoint, from 50 to 62. Um, we'll actually be adding a 48-degree wedge to our arsenal here. Ooh, um, that's what I was talking about. May, I think. So, you grow, right? It's like, people are like, why is the gap between your pitching wedge and your next wedge so significant, 44 for the pitching wedge to 52? I was like, it's a great question. We're just not big enough yet to be able to offer four different types of wedges. Mm -hmm. Now we're at that point where we can say, cool, we're going to add the 48 degrees in there and then maybe even switch the offerings from like five through, you know, attack wedge and have the 48 as their attack. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's 
for us, it's about what makes sense from a business to be able to provide limited SKUs, but still provide a full array of options for people to customize and, and fit to their needs. Exactly. Very cool. Good question. The one yeah. thing I did want to ask quickly, like, Josh, what is your next step? Like, have you reached out to tour players, Corn Ferry, Canadian tour guys to maybe play it, to represent your brand, to really grow it that way? Like, who else... Like, what's your next big step? Honestly, the next big step for us is just having consistent months of sales, getting them into people's hands. I'm not overly concerned about getting them into tour players' hands. Okay. Uh, you know, we're not going to ever go down that road of, like, major sponsorship. <laughs> it's just not going to be, you know, that's how you get into where all these OEMs exactly. are now. For us, it's finding, you know, we want to find a few really good, you know, we have our ambassador program of, like, the average person who comes in and, and we review what they think and, and, you know, add them to our program. We want to find a few like higher level ambassadors. So you know, influential individuals who play golf, who are on the golf scene. Um, I do talk to corn Ferry players. I do talk to McKenzie player tour, uh, McKenzie tour players who are Canadian tour. Um, you know, we've put multiple clubs into multiple people's hands. Some of them are a fit. They're like, yeah, we really like this, but we're still like, you know, with TaylorMade and we still yeah. have like six months to go. It's like, okay. Um, so we're always having those conversations. Mm-hmm. But again, I tell everybody up front, it's like, hey, we're, you know, we're a small business. We're not going to sponsor you. But if you want to play our clubs, we'll work something out with you where it's like, we'll give you the clubs for, you know, for the season and, you know, a few sets or something. But we're not going to sponsor and give you five or 10 grand and, and uh, you know, so for us, it's, you know, if that step happens, it's great. But our next step really this year is just getting into club fitters, getting people to touch the products, try them out, get fitted for them. You know, TXG in Toronto, Club Fix in Phoenix, they already have them. They've oh, already nice. sold sets. So um, it's just about, you know, doing that. Yeah. Brand exposure, my man. Brand exposure. Yeah. No, yes, he pays his point at me because I'm itching to say something that normally I do something that I'm in the mood for three wedges and after the boys met with you and back and forth discussion, I truly do need three new wedges that are conforming because my old ones are Mac Daddies and they just chew the golf ball into Sonic the Hedgehogs. And it was after that both Chris and Tom had met with you that I was that, yeah, they got a gauge off you and as well as saying that you inspected everything personal, like just the small touches that made me trust you, so to speak, because it comes with putting a few clubs in my arsenal. And then even yeah. after speaking with you now, hearing just even more of it, like I'm, I'm truly pumped to get these wedges from you, my man. I, and yeah, I can't, uh, can't thank you enough for taking the time to sit with us. Yeah, no, I uh, really appreciate that. And yeah, you know, like happy to, to help get you guys set up with whatever you need. And, and too, like I said, for me, it's, you know, supporting the economy locally you know whether it's bc alberta all this um i think that it's important that we all support each other and uh, you know it's uh yeah it's all great Absolutely. how does the four jack fam get a hold of you how do they find haywood golf socials yeah so haywoodgolf.com uh twitter instagram facebook all just at haywood golf um we're actually in the midst of redoing our site which is something i'm i will emphasize very quickly for all of you because our site is about to change into the next level. It's about to look just like any of the major brands. It's going to be awesome from the, the marketing standpoint. We don't have the fancy graphics that they have, but from an ordering standpoint, you're going to be able to see what you're ordering. So you order wind grips and an aerotech shaft and our black head, you're going to see all of that. Yeah. And visually it's going to put it together for you. So Sick. I'm really excited about that. We're working on it right now. Um, so hopefully, you know, people feel the same way. It just gives them that extra level of confidence in what we're doing. And, and especially being e-commerce focused, we have to, to bring our A game there. Yeah, that, that's what I was talking about when we first heard about your your company. I, I just said to these boys, I'm like, you know what? If you're going to sell something independently like golf clubs, it better be good. It better be the best. You know what? Because yeah. like you're yeah. competing against some big, big names. And yeah, from what I've seen out of the product... Like I'm itching to get the van right now to get fit for these wedges. Like I cannot <laughs> wait to have that rusted wedge in my bag. Like it, it looks phenomenal. Yeah. So 
But yeah, and I think that our website to date has been great. It's simple to use. People click the buttons and, and they can order, but we really want to have like a more visual experience for them to really picture what their life is going to look like on the golf course with our clubs and totally. different shafts, different grips, different barrels in their in their bed. Cody, you've <laughs> aged. <laughs> <laughs> What happened? <laughs> we got a Benjamin guest Button. in. The, we got a guest in the studio. As we mentioned earlier, before we're live on location at On Par Golf in Spruce Grove. I always get the two confused. In Spruce Grove, just down the street from the links of Spruce Grove. Shout out, good bud V. Hey, bud. Uh, who do we got cooking in the studio with us right now, my man? Uh, I'm the head teaching professional here at On Par Golf. My name is Robin Stewart. Robin, nice welcome, Robin. welcome nice to, to the you. welcome to the show. This is our main man Joshua from Haywood Golf, building custom or uh, building wedges, irons, putters, everything out of Vancouver, straight to consumer, and very our cool. other man Parksy uh, in Vancouver as well. What's up? How are you doing, guys? Oh, there he is, that. fluffing as usual. Got a little flow going there. That's awesome. <laughs> you got you got you got any questions for Joshua, real quick? I've, I've just started doing a little research into some of the uh, kind of the direct to consumer stuff. Uh, like I know there's like new level golf uh, that I've seen some stuff uh, before as well. Yeah. Um, I have no idea the, the quality of that kind of stuff, but uh, from them, I mean. And then uh, yeah, like in just in terms of wedges, it's just uh, uh, how do, how do you guys? T- I guess I don't just ask this. I have no idea. Like how do you guys uh, try to uh, build that, but like not being able to hit the product before you send it out. We are just, I'm assuming this is on website, kind of figure out what your specs are, that kind of stuff. And, uh, and it's, so if somebody doesn't like it, can they return it? How does that function? Yeah, that's a great question. So, um, with our wedges, people can purchase them. There's no return once they use them, their wedges, unfortunately. Yep. Um, again, they're forged, they're soft, they're going <laughs> to compete right up against any of the other products out there. So we never have ever had anybody ask to return a wedge. Um, we've had one set of irons returned out of the 250 plus sets that we've sold. So, that's um, and that's just in the last like three, we started selling in like mid November our irons. So, um, they do have a return policy for the irons for sure. Um, yep. where if you buy a stock set, you can test out the seven iron, play it, you know, that's great. If you don't like them, you can return them. Um, but once you start customizing them, we don't offer the return yep. just because, it's not a reality, you know, once we bend a bunch of clubs and get you custom shafts and all that kind of stuff, a small business you couldn't operate like that. And, and I think one of the things that kind of helps us out is we have a ton of positive reviews online. We have the boys over at TXG who have tested our irons, made a video about it, gave us that credibility of like, yeah, these are great clubs. And, you know, starting to see that more people can trust them. Again, we're always here to work with our customers, but at the end of the day, it's, it's just about getting them into their hands and, and having them like them. Very cool. Very cool. So it's, uh, um, are you finding that it's a lot easier now with a lot of uh, golfers that are coming up that are more used to buying stuff online as opposed to uh, uh, maybe somebody my age that's been uh, buying at a box store or uh, getting some stuff product donated to me uh, through the years, that kind of stuff. Are you finding it a little bit easier that way? Yeah, it's, it's always a challenge selling online to anything, especially like a high ticket item like irons where you're spending seven dollars $800. Um, but that's where the customer service comes in. People message me all day long. I'm, I'm, I have my phone buzzing right now. I'm, unfortunately, I'm not answering them, so I'll get back to them. But uh, we have a chat on our website where people can just talk to me directly and say, hey, I have a question about X, Y, and Z. And, and um, that's where that comes in. And, you know, I would actually say that a lot of our customers are between the ages of uh, 40 and, and 60. Um, yep. They're chatting to us. They're doing their research. They're checking them out. Um, and then making that decision based on, you know, calling me up and saying, hey, Josh, I have these questions. I answer the phone and I talk to them. And, you know, that's something that I don't ever want to change with our company is yeah. like there's always got to be somebody to talk to to get the information that they need to make that purchasing decision and feel comfortable doing it. And that's talking to me for 10 minutes. I'm here to talk to you. Have, have you guys done any uh, straight up head to head testing with uh, some of your major competitors? Like, like in a, I'm just thinking of some of the guys like the, I can't remember the British guy's name that's got a. Uh, a podcast that he's on and it's pretty popular a million guys following whatever it is and they just test all the equipment uh have oh, you guys had access to that? yeah that's him right yeah yeah so um we've done our own independent testing like i said with these guys earlier um they match up head to head against any any company any brand uh especially if you're you know making sure that that all things are equal in terms of like loft and etc length um the guys over at txg in toronto did testing against their strict their strict on iron um, we actually beat that iron. So, um, again, my point is every iron is built 
really well for the most part for most of the OEMs. Um, all things being equal, there's not going to be a huge difference between them. So it's, at the end of the day, it's like, what do you look at? An extra yard or two or an extra seven, $800? Um, and that's really kind of where we're at. And, and our club just match up, like I said, to any other brand. And I have to agree too, because that's uh, like ever since Nike kind of got out of the, the club business, you could see about the day later, I think uh, Titleist uh, increased their prices by about uh, 15, 20%, and then everybody followed suit, right? Everybody so it's. And now they are where they are. So. Yeah, and I think PXG did a lot for the market in that sense too, because they came in and we were like astronomical, and then yeah. people were buying them left, right, and center. Um, and then all of the the big OEMs, the originals, were saying, "Yeah, well, people are buying them. We need to get into that market." Yeah. And then you have like the Callaway Apex Forge, whatever it was, the Epic Forge, and it was like two grand for the set of irons. And it's like there's no difference between that and their previous model. No. Looks a little different, but. So again, it's, you know, there are people who buy them. There are people who can't afford them. There are people who don't want to buy expensive clubs like that. And I think there's just a, a match for everybody. You know, I can't speak to, to who these people are, but we've had a billionaire buy our clubs. <laughs> we've had, you know, people who are very, very wealthy buy our clubs because they like the look, they customize them, they can do whatever they want. And like, to me, it's like, that's not, that's saying something when somebody who has more money than, you know, they can just buy whatever they want, choose our clubs. Like that's a really cool thing to me to have happen. Yeah, very cool. um, and I think it says a lot about the quality that we can produce and, and the look and, and all of that. I think you're going to see that more and more, like you said, with the customizable features with the generation of golfers coming up. I mean, the, the, the culture is changing. There is a younger culture coming in. There's a little more of a relaxed, but like not so stereotypical vibe anymore. I mean, you're, you're yeah. going to see a major change coming here. So I think yeah, your I, brand like yours is starting in the right direction here. Yeah, I think five, ten years, you're not going to see big box stores around. Just, yeah. I, don't, I don't see it, it especially with the, the way that retail is going in terms of they don't own their real estate, so their leasing space constantly going up. Um, I, I just don't foresee it working, and, and their margins are so slim anyway in, in terms mm -hmm. of that. It's, it's just not going to be a viable market space uh, in the next decade. I think the coronavirus is coming for all of us right now. So are you, is Haywood <laughs> Golf offering any sort of sustainability with that as far as hand sanitizer or face mask? That's unbelievable. Free with purchase? <laughs> you would be that guy, wouldn't you? It parks? would be toilet paper, if anything. That I would call be the guy. Be. Can you wrap those irons in toilet Jeez. paper, please? When you ship them oh to me? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> no, it, you know what? It's um, an unfortunate thing. Where You'd have to pay extra. happening in the world. It's crazy, how does man. that how like, does that affect you though? Like from a merchant or from a production standpoint, you you had sort of touched on it earlier. Is that going to mess with shipping and things like that currently? Delaying orders. Um, it's delayed everything by about a month so far. Um, I don't foresee any more issues just because we're dealing with a man like our manufacturer is actually a manufacturer. They're not like third party sourcing it, so um, that helps a little bit. But also too, like the shipping's gone up. I've noticed in terms of pricing um yeah i don't i don't think it's gonna affect everything i think it's more affected the financial market <laughs> today was a bloodbath and yeah anybody's oh. out there buying stock now is the time <laughs> i got a Absolutely. i got a buddy who's a self-proclaimed juice monkey who sent me this meme or a picture today that said like 500 of the world's uh, richest people lost a combined 203 billion dollars within the first 15 minutes of this of the exchange yeah. opening today that's Probably crazy right. that's crazy but yeah. josh i can speak for everyone here Thanks again, man, for taking not once but twice meeting these fellas in Vancouver, sitting down talking with us now, and yeah. I look forward to meeting you myself when I make a trip out to Vancouver and checking out the facility as well, my man. I think Definitely. we all do. No. Yeah, we can't, no, we'd love to uh, thank you get enough. around a golf in and, and hang out with you guys. And, Definitely. And just for uh, just one more time, can you uh, let people know where to get a hold of you? Yeah, so uh, haywoodgolf.com. Buy stuff on the website. They can check out our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All the handles are at Haywood Golf. So, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me uh, anytime, day or night. I might not get back to you right away if it's like 2 a.m., but uh, we'll always get back to you and and happy to chat with anybody. That'll work for awesome. everyone. And I did want to throw out a final shout out to the folks here at On Par out in Spruce Grove. Hey we, uh, we can't thank Hi. them enough for having us out here. 
And to anyone in the Edmonton area, if you're looking for a phenomenal round in Sims before the golf season starts, you should probably make the drive out to Spruce Grove and play it on par. But I think with that, boys, we will wrap it up for the evening until next time. But um, I can't thank Robin enough for jumping on as well with us. Tom and Codes for helping everyone set up here at On Par. And we're going to speak to everyone next week when the players ends. Talk to you guys later. Uh, yeah, thanks, thanks so much. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. Hello, 4Jack Podcast fam. It's your boy, Active Nation, and thank you for listening to the 4Jack Podcast. It would mean the absolute world to us if you could go hit that subscribe button and leave us a lovely five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. You know what? Because that would really make our day. Thank you, and let's keep on golfing, baby. I kind of like that last one. Okay. Then we're good. Cut it.